the ModHop podcast, traveling better with ModHop.com founder Jake Redman and travel junkie Anthony Ryan. I was really feeling it today. Feeling what? Just everything good and bad. I found out like, at, I'm 49, and so now what? Yeah, like walking through parts of New York City with my headphones on, playing like Temper Trap or some shit like that, is still magically fulfilling. Like it was when I was like. Whenever that temper trap song came out, <laughs> sweet disposition. Yeah, sweet disposition. It's a good New York City soundtrack song, but still very fulfilling, and it's all super awesome still. But now, when I'm doing it, my hip hurts. <laughs> you need a slower song. Yeah, I, <laughs> it's not. It's not a particularly fast song. It's not like it's not like a Royal Blood song or something that really has like a lot of rock m- momentum to it. Yeah, sort, of, sort of floating. Start leaning towards the uh, the ballads now. Yeah. I need to go. I'm going to go back to 70s soft rock. 70s soft rock. Yes, yacht rock. Oh, yeah, yacht rock. Some Christopher Cross. That's what they call it now. We should just call it radio songs. Yeah, where where did yacht rock come from? It's basically all, there was a whole web series. Oh, oh, you mean like the web series called Yacht Rock? Yeah, there was that. And I think it was from, you know, the lore of of people being out on their yachts. That series is actually pretty hilarious, especially for its time. It was in the early 2000s, I, I believe. I didn't get it. Really? Yeah, I, I sort of followed it. I watched a few of it. It wasn't Maybe by the time I watched it, it was so dated that it wasn't entertaining to me. I guess just envisioning these rock artists interacting with each other, you know, like your Michael McDonald hanging out with, I don't know, uh, Kenny Loggins and shooting the breeze and stuff. It's kind of funny to just think about. Was there a yacht involved in that? Uh, you know, I don't remember, actually. <laughs> I don't really they, know. Maybe they didn't have a budget for that back then. Yacht Rock, go check it out. Uh, I think it's still on Sirius XM if you want to listen. Oh, the actual channel. Yeah, the channel. Oh, I was it's talking about there? the series. Oh, well, there's that, too, where you could go to listen to the Yacht Rock format. Right, yeah. So do that, or do a listen to it right after this. Too. But for now, I've been all over... My head, I can't wrap my head around this, but the U.S. Department of Homeland Security has suspended... New enrollments and renewals for global entry users in New York State. The agency says that they're passing of a new green light law in the state that protects undocumented immigrants in a number of ways, including the sharing of DMV records with DHS, is the reason. This came with the expected partisan fighting, and I'm not trying to start a fight here, so let's just look at the alternatives. I tweeted yesterday about the DHS move and got an encouraging tweet from... Jason Rabinowitz at Airline Flyer saying mobile passport for the win and talking to people who've used mobile passport. It sounds like it's a viable alternative. So how, how does, gosh, <laughs> did you, <laughs> do you want to finish your, your gulp of soda? <laughs> your question seems really urgent because you slammed down your can of Schweppes <laughs> and almost did a spit take on your own computer. <laughs> Listen, I want it to be on the ball here. <laughs> I think your question you know, was... My moment's here. I think your question was, how does mobile passport work? Oh, you put and, the words right out in, right in my mouth. <laughs> I think you spit half of it. But but basically, it's an app that's put out by Homeland Security or whoever makes the app. I don't, I don't really know. But the app is downloaded onto your phone, and when you're about to arrive or as you're flying back to the United States, you can enter your passport information. You can answer all the questions that would normally go on the blue form. And then once you have Wi-Fi or, or land on the ground or whatever comes first, you can hit send and it returns with a like a QR code. 
And then once you get to customs, you can skip the normal customs line and go to the mobile passport checkout. <laughs> it's one of those. You're really thirsty. <laughs> Do you just want to slam that whole can? <laughs> no, let me just finish this. Because <laughs> I probably shouldn't do this while I'm laughing. I don't have mobile passport. Can anyone just download it? You just download the app. You don't have to sign up for it. It's not like global entry where they have to check your background or anything like that. You clearly already have a passport. Right, of course. Which is why I don't really... I'm I'm not going to get into that. But you have a passport, so you can use that, and then you have to go walk through and see a customs agent and scan. You scan the QR code that the app is assigned to you, and that gives them all the information you need. You don't have... I don't even think you have to... Pr- you don't have to give them your passport. Right. I mean, it sounds like it's it's supposed to obviously save you time. But my question is, you still have to pass through a certain security person, right, to, to finish the process? Yeah. You have to go through the dedicated mobile passport checkout lane. So from everyone I've talked to, it's that they say that it's there's never a line. Well, heck, then why don't I have this? But, you know, it could change now that nobody in New York is going to have global entry. So. <laughs> well, so sorry, we'll, New York. We'll see. They might have to expand mobile passport and take out some global entry machines. I don't know. Maybe they'll, that's, maybe, that's why maybe we, they'll just adjust. That's why we live in New Jersey. Yeah. So, well, yeah, for us, it's no big deal. But New Jersey is looking at its own green light law, too. So who knows what DHS is going to do about that. It should be it, – it's important to note that TSA PreCheck will still be available to New Yorkers as a standalone, but you'll have to apply separately alternately or alongside pre-check, you can sign up for clear. Those are the speedy lanes at the airport that let you bypass security lines for a yearly fee. Or better, you can get a combination of the two. I've got both, and it's great. And it'll be great to have if DHS comes for your pre-check, too. DHS. Department a- of Homeland Security. Oh, I'm just abbreviating because I said it already. The uh, delivery service, I thought. I can do it. Oh, no, that's DHL. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Does this make your credit card with global entry benefits less valuable? I don't think so. I think this situation will be resolved eventually, right? I would, I would hope so. And it's probably not less valuable because of that, because you can still use it for pre-check. But New Yorkers may want to look into whether or not the annual fee is still worth the extra if you were really in it for that. But probably fine. What would be cool to see is a card that offers uh, reimbursement benefit for clear. That would oh, yeah. be kind of cool to see. Yeah, so so you have seen Clear in Action, right? Yeah, I've used it a bunch of times. It's actually especially helpful at Newark now that they've got it in Terminal C, and that's where I've used it the most. Plus, it's handy for other things, too. They've got affiliations with Hertz where you can bypass the guy who checks the license at the end. You just go through the Clear lane, and you look at the thing, and it, and it opens the gate for you. And then stadiums, too. Like yeah. There's a Clear lane at Madison Square Garden. Do you think it's a good idea to pro- make these private companies work on these things like that I feel like maybe the government should be involved in? Well, you could debate that. I don't hate that they're there right now because, you know, if it helps, if the government's not cooperating with your state, if the federal government isn't cooperating with your state government, it might be useful in this case to have a clear lane. Yeah. So it's it's debatable. I'd rather have everything work like global entry has worked fine for me for right. years you know i just uh, i just think about it in the the whole broad scheme of things when you're talking about trying to get every airport in the world to use the same system you know in a perfect world yeah so you'd only have to deal with one app or one one line that you know it just i don't know it, it kind of gets confusing well it can get confusing but there's only 
there's only enough room for so many lines at the airport anyway. Yeah, that's true. That so, is true. And it, it, we went to Minneapolis last time. Last time we were there, we were going through, and I couldn't figure out how to use clear because the, the clear kiosks were separate from the lines. So you had to go to this other sort of sub-clear setup before you went over the line. So I had to walk back and forth a so couple times. So you're but saying it, that the directions were unclear? Yeah, it was, a, it was a, yes. Anyway, next story. This is clear, and I don't typically cite the Point Sky website because they clearly don't need our help, but they were the only ones speculating about a possible Delta One business class only lounge. One of the site's tipsters claims he heard from a reliable source that the airline would open a new lounge exclusively for Delta One flyers, which, like United is doing now with Polaris and American does with flagship lounges. They have no word on specifics other than that the first locations would be at LAX as part of the new Skyway modernization program. So part of the big, beautiful new setup that's coming to LA. I think it would be nice to see an option for folks like this on a longer flight, but who knows? Maybe it'll leave extra room for us and the regular old Sky Club. I, I like how you use the word tipster as if this were some sort of like high class, confidential uh, no, I think they named the tipster. I think it was AJ Jetson, <laughs> okay. who I who I found uh, who I follow unnamed on, uh, source Twitter. But it was just easier to write that into our version of the story. I like it. Uh, USA Today recently named its readers' ten favorite airlines for U.S. travelers. Certainly, unlike Skytrax ratings, a few U.S. airlines are at the top. Of course, it's U.S. flyers, so it makes sense. Actually, all in the top four are based here. I'll give you the top five, and give the nation's newspaper a little bit of clickbait love. Wait, breaking news. <laughs> Anthony is in line, online, for BTS tickets. I'm in line. He's n- number 1,106 in line for their show at MetLife Stadium on... Saturday, May 23rd. Saturday, May 23rd. I've been in line for 45 minutes. He's been in line so for you know. 45 minutes. And he, for the longest time, he was at 2,000 plus. But now he's down... Now he's... Oh, oh shoot, God, 600. Oh, I don't know if I should buy now. I don't, now. Yeah. I don't know. That's, huh? that's a sign, 666. That's creepy. It just went straight from 1,100 to 666. Yikes. Anyway, so back to this USA Today top 10 airlines, which if we're only doing the top five, Air New Zealand number five, crediting their relatively young fleet with a spotlight on their premium economy product. JetBlue is at number four for their legroom and coach snacks and their sort of young-ish fleet. I mean, if you look at the big picture. Number three is Delta, the only one of the big three that gets high marks for their on-time performance and service. Number two goes to Alaska Airlines for their much-loved frequent flyer program and sometimes affordable fares. Let's use the (laughs) word competitive fares. That seems more appropriate. Number one, can you guess? Who's left? Not United. I said it. I right? said it's not a top three, so it's not American or United. Oh, Southwest. Yeah, Southwest. They're not flashy, but free bags and free change or cancellation go a long way with USA Today readers. You can see the whole list at USA Today Ten Best. A link from the podcast page at modhop.com. What was that? I'm next. You're next. <laughs> You're number one. Well, we might have to pause and come back and see if Anthony got tickets. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yes, we we got, we did it. We did it. I stood and watched as the ticket is it Ticketmaster? 
some website gave him so much trouble <laughs> getting his BTS tickets. It didn't want me to buy them, but I said, you know what? I'm going to resell these so... No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm going to go. You're going to go. I'm going to go. Um, and he'll be in section 315 or 317. Oh, yes. Uh, I'll, I'll be uh, live podcasting. <laughs> so, so if you see uh, Anthony Ryan at the BTS show... Yeah. Line up for yeah. autographs. What was I talking about before? I was talking about Southwest. Southwest was number one on this list of USA Today's 10 best airlines. I figured as much. They're, they're always in the top. How have I never flown them? You, you and me both. I don't know how I've never... Well, they pulled they pulled out of Newark now, so it wasn't an option on my most recent vacation. I actually looked to see what they had available because we're going to Florida, but not a thing. So I guess someday we could go to Baltimore. Let's do it. I think they fly to Baltimore from LaGuardia. Do they have... We'll uh, see a ball game this summer. Oh, yeah. Or, or we could go... I don't know what else is there. Inner Harbor. Eat some seafood. ESPN zone. Oh, yeah. Authentic. What's the name of the seafood place? Phillips. Red Lobster? No, not that. Phillips is slightly better than Red Lobster. Actually, I like Phillips. Not the one in D.C. The one in D.C. was, I've, I don't even know if it's still there, but it was not good. The one in Baltimore, I've always had a good experience. So, Phillips, when you're in Baltimore. It's a little touristy now, but. Do it up. There might be better. If you know of a better seafood place in Baltimore, let me know. I'll go there. <laughs> We're actually going, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah, I've made it a thing now. We're going to fly southwest to Baltimore. All right. Mod hop group trip. Just just because we've never flown southwest. So, and that's the podcast. Boom. We got BTS tickets. Okay. You've got BTS no, no, tickets. No, no, no. We. This is a team effort. What? I'm going? Yeah. <laughs> He's going to charge me for the ticket. I'm not yeah, going. 75 bucks. But I'm excited because now I can put BTS in the title of this podcast and the hits will just roll in. And it wasn't. We're not misleading anyone. I actually did buy them. Yes. You can we'll post least... a screenshot. No, we're not. It'll be a real bummer for anyone coming here for BTS info, other than Anthony's going to the show. Yeah. See you there. The Mod Hop Podcast with Jake Redman and Anthony Ryan.